Welcome everybody back to the Back of the Classroom podcast, uh, hosted by myself, Zach, and Lachlan. What's up? Um, you, uh, Lachlan, how was, how was your week, considering everything going on? Yeah, dude, I had a freaking awesome week. As um, as I said last podcast, I went up to watch the uh, the Chookies Dolphins game, and uh, it was actually such a crazy experience, because some of my missus, and... For the first 20 minutes, everyone was on their phones watching the Matildas game. Um, and so it was at the Roosters home stadium. So everyone in the in the house was a Roosters fan. Um, and we're all watching the phone, watching the penalty shootout. And no joke, the exact time that the Dolphins scored the opening try, um, the Matildas won the game with Emily uh, Emma Vine, sorry, uh, penalty. And the entire stadium oh, erupts, wow. like, you know, that they'd won. And the Roosters, Roosters players are looking around going, what the heck? Why is everyone cheering against us? <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. And um, the, even the commentator uh, that was doing all of the calls and stuff at the game was like, oh, the Matildas won. And everyone's, like, cheering and stuff. And I think the Roosters players got it after that. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was that was pretty pretty good game to go to. Not just for the uh, rugby, but... Uh, to watch the Matildas game with uh, all that crowd there as well. It was very fun. Oh, very good, very good. Yeah. Um, for those that are just first joining us for the first time, uh, we talk about all things sport and everything in between. Uh, um, yep. Uh, mainly focusing on, as Lachlan mentioned, NRL and football, uh, mainly Premier League, but we like to delve into other things at the same time. Like the Matildas. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was an amazing performance. Uh, really good show of heart. Oh, yeah. Um, Such an Aussie spirit game, you know. Like, the underdogs coming out, just sticking it to the team, like, to anyone that's doubting us and coming out with a win. Yeah, I mean, and considering last time they had a penalty shooter, I think it was against Norway, I believe. Yeah. And they came away losing. Mm, mm. Um, so I think it's a big, big statement of intent that I think we can go a bit further in this competition. Oh, yeah, I reckon. We've got, what, England? What do we... We just beat them in the ashes on their home turf. So <laughs> we're, uh, we've got the, all the cards are in our hand. I reckon we, uh, we can make the finals. Yeah, I think um, do some of the same stuff we did. Uh, in that France think, game, yeah. Yeah, I, I think some refereeing decisions were a bit bit questionable but oh, yeah. we won't get too deep into yeah, that we'll, we'll talk um, about that a little bit later <laughs> uh but yeah uh besides the world cup um i think that the premier league also had an exciting first week oh yeah uh wouldn't you say yeah no i uh i agree i think um there are a few results that uh were expected and a few that were a bit shocking uh, but I think we can, we'll get into the highs and lows a little bit later. You didn't tell me about your week. What'd you get up to? Well, I mean, my, mine was not as eventful as yours, sadly. <laughs> um, I didn't get to go to Darling Harbour or anything like that. <laughs> uh, you saw that on my story, did you? But, yeah, yeah. it was uh, actually a very nice hotel room you had. Yeah, there. staying at the Hyatt, you know, living that, living that rich boy life. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to anyways. All right. Uh, yeah, I've mainly just been uh, trying to get back into shape, really. Um, had my first social football game Oh yeah. on Saturday. Who are you playing for? 
that was. I was just social football, oh, okay. just a seven aside sort of thing. Oh, okay. Um, and so it was good to, you know, slowly get back in shape, get back to playing football again. Yeah. Right. Um, it, not me, not in the capacity that it was, but you know, it's good to start from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and mainly just uh, just run of the mill stuff. Uh, yeah. Uni work, all that sort of. Well, it's, good it's awesome that you've lost thirty kilos, so. <laughs> that is uh, a lie, everyone. Um, oh man, yeah. You're... But we all know Lachlan has been packing it on lately. Oh so. yeah, 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 mate. I'm actually five foot five, hundred and ten kilos. <laughs> really? Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, I. You were five foot one the last time I checked you out. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I've been growing. I've been. That's what. I've, that's what all the eating's been doing. I've been putting on uh, inches on my height rather than uh, kilos on my body. <laughs> no, nah, I think putting inches on those weight that waist. Man. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh man, I'm, uh, I'm actually for for the viewers at home, uh, listeners at home. I uh, allegedly, um, I I don't claim this. This is just um, you know, this is the objective opinion of of that I'm above six foot. Uh, I don't I don't go around telling people that because I'm <laughs> humble in that in that fact. But it is a fact. So. Um, yes, just two six foot, just two blokes that are above six foot, uh, talking on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. Again, objective facts, not making it up. It is what it is kind of thing, you know? Well, yeah, more objective facts. Mm. Uh, good win for City. Um, 3-0. Yes, yes. And, uh, you got that perfectly, didn't you? You tipped... 3-0 City. That was the first one that you did and you got it perfect. Yeah, I think Burnley coming up from the championship, we're going to have a shock, I think, first game of the season. I, I I, think every club coming up sometimes has a shock and I think playing against the champions do them no favours. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, and I think City played them off the park, really. Yeah, City... Look, obviously I watched the game and it was just... When a team clicks and you can see that they're playing for each other and they have a strategy and they play that strategy, it's just so enjoyable to watch. And uh, I love Haaland and I, I want to see him break the goal-scoring record again. Um, and seeing him score... Two goals at the start. Yes, yeah, seeing him get two goals at the start was awesome. That, um, I don't know if you saw the second goal, but it was a worldy um, finish and he kind of just walked it and oh, shrugged yeah. it off and tried to play it off. It was trying not to laugh. It was so funny. Yeah, I remember seeing the replays yeah. and him holding his smile, mate. Yeah. Trying to trying to act cool and collected. Yeah, it reminds me of that Henri meme where he's like his 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 lips like twitching, his smile's twitching. Hey, <laughs> that's yeah. what that's what I thought of when I saw it. It was very similar face. Yeah, yeah. It was it was so funny. He's he's such a funny bloke. Um Yeah, I, I think City played really well. I mm. think Harlan grabbing two, the second goal in particular. Really good finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, first time, boom. Nothing you can do about that one. Mm. Roof of the net. Yeah, so good. Uh, He's such a good player. Such a good finisher. What do you think about... Yeah, I think Haaland is just so good, isn't he? Mm, mm. Oh, did you see my my think, uh, uh, my balls of titanium on uh, Fantasy? <laughs> I, uh, I triple-captained Haaland first week. <laughs> That is a ballsy call. You got 30, 39 uh, points. 
just from Harlan. Wow, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> it was yeah. A very good start. But bro, I saw um, because uh, uh, after the first game, because City was the only game on that day, um, uh, I looked at my rankings. I was like a thou- I was a thousandth in the world at one point, right? And I was like, oh, who's who's got the top team? Someone triple captain Rodri on the first week. I thought I had balls to steal. Bro has balls of diamonds. <laughs> I was like, who does that? Who triple captains Rodri? Yeah, bro. <laughs> who does that? Oh, man. I thought that was wild. There are some wild guys out there on that fantasy football. Yeah, dude. You see like, some people's teams like, who the fuck, you know, picked that? And then it goes and is the team of the week. Yeah, and I think some people take that more seriously than anything else in their life. Seriously, sometimes. like well, the prizes for it are <laughs> sick though. Like it's a you know a full paid for that trip is true. to England, yeah. in the, a Premier League game or something. Crazy. Um, Wasn't there something that you wanted to say yeah, about I, the I, Premier, the fantasy comp? Didn't you make one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna mention it a bit later, oh, okay. but obviously we have a public fantasy football league. Um. So, for those listening, uh, feel free to join. Uh, the league code is K-N-H-G-E-T. Which we'll put in the description for um, this podcast, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and our scoring will start this coming game week, so game week two, mm. um, because we've only just announced it now. Um uh, so yeah, feel free to join. Um, we, I reckon yeah. that over the next thirty-eight game weeks, we'll uh, we'll get a bit bigger, and maybe there, uh, maybe there'll be a few prizes at the end. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think we can definitely sort something out. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, so I reckon the next big talking point of the week was uh, the Arsenal Nottingham game. Yeah, I think it was. We played really well in the first half. Mm. Um, I think we, we, we were confident uh, on the ball, really just controlling the game. And then we scored the second goal, and then all of a sudden we we seemed to decide that, you know, we're going we're gonna to stick to the 2 nil lead and not drive for anything more. And I think Yuri and Timber didn't help us out. Uh, coming off with uh, what's now been confirmed, I think, ACL. is an ACL yeah. injury. Far out. That's just... Which is concerning. That's shit luck. That is shit luck. Yeah. Um, in his first debut, Premier League debut yeah. as well. I was, I was actually really excited to see him play in the Premier League. I thought he would shine under Arteta. And just seeing him come off with that injury was just so upsetting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it was sad to see because you saw it in the first half, where he had that small, uh, that, uh, that moment of uh, where where it was, he felt obviously felt something, mm, mm. and then the doctors cleared him to come out for the second half, and then he felt it again. Yeah, just made it worse. Oh. And yeah, I can't. Yeah, it, it's just unfortunate. Mm. Um, and I think that did a lot to hamper our game style that game, like the way we played. I mean, Tommy Asu coming on, yeah, he was all right. Uh, but he's no Yuri and Timber in the way he's secure on the ball. Like, I'm surprised with how calm Yuri and Timber is. Mm. Yeah. Um, considering how young he is. I think he's 23. Yeah, 24. and in his debut game, he was so calm. 
Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. And then I, I think, yeah, uh, I, I think in the first ten minutes too, with Brennan Johnson missing that big chance mm. for Nottingham, mm. I think gave everyone a big wake up call uh, to the Arsenal players. And uh, yeah, I, I think that we just fell asleep really um, at at the times we really needed to be switched on. Yeah, I um, as you know, you and I both talked about last week. We both thought that Arsenal would show up a bit more, especially since it was a home game. Um, and, uh, yeah, I I wasn't disappointed with Arsenal's performance, but I did expect a little bit more from them, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think everyone did. I think everyone came into this thinking yeah. that we were going to really give Nottingham a rough time yeah. and really show them how... We play, and I, I think even last week, I think I suggested a 4 0 win. Yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. I think we both got the, the winner on this one. Um, but uh, yeah, just definitely not the scoreline. I don't think anyone would have predicted 2 1. No, uh, I, I think a Langer's run to then assist a one year for Nottingham's goal was yeah. a really good goal. Uh, um, uh, United letting uh, a Langer go. Yeah, starting to look like a bit of a misfire. Yeah, I think we'll get into that later as well. Mm. Um, United's game, but yeah, I think Alanga played really well coming on as a substitution, mm. um, and then showing him showing off really what he's made of um, yeah. straight away. Yeah, exactly right. Um, all right, another talking point that kind of already touched on um, the Tillies. They're into the semis. Yeah, for the f- I think is this the first time? First sure time is? an Australian men's or women's team has made the semi-finals of a World Cup, which is freaking amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think it is instrumental not only for Australia but I think women's sport, especially women's football in Australia. Yeah. Um, here's a, here's a stat for you. The top 2 uh most viewed uh sporting events in Australia's history. Uh, the Kathy Freeman gold medal back in like 2008. And now the women's uh, World Cup game against France, the penalty shootout. So the top two sporting events in um, Australian history are both women's sports. Speaking of the penalty shootout, um, for those not knowing, I was, I'm in Brisbane and Suncorp is literally a... Believe something along the lines of five minute drive away. Stones throw. <laughs> uh, and I remember watching on the TV because I couldn't get tickets. Um, it, looked, it was sold out <laughs> completely. Um, and the delay in the stream um, was so big that like I could hear the hear the cheering going on in the stadium <laughs> from ages away. So before even like the penalties taken, I already knew it would happen. Um, and I, I, the fact that you could hear that from that far away, I think, really shows how the Aussie spirit we're really back in our yeah, girls, the aren't Aussie we? spirit. I'm I'm so glad that Australia is getting behind them, because um, there's you know there's a lot of uh, stigma around women's football, and I'm just glad that Australia's really getting behind their girls. And if they we're getting the same backing against England, even though England's are now England's now favourites to win, by English tax, but. Uh, <laughs> They're, they're favourites to win now, but I reckon we can take it to them. On our home turf, I reckon we can do it. It'll definitely be an interesting game. I reckon. 
No doubt about that. Yeah, well, if we take it, take it to penalties, I reckon we can win it again. Yeah, I mean, they showed nerves of steel mm. last time out. Mm. Uh, Doing Argentina. Argentina, what, won two or three games on penalties? Maybe it was two. Yeah. Uh, it was something like that. We almost took yeah. them to penalties. That was a great game. 2-1. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I think girls no I don't think I'm going to take the credit away from them for their performance yeah oh and how good is Mary Fowler holy shit she had a game of her life yeah that she was, was so amazing. good and then her penalty was a rocket to that bottom corner yeah it, it was just I, I think there were so many good individual performances mm. for not only Australia but for France as well yeah um, yeah I, I, I think Really dealing with that aerial threat of Renard was uh, a, a big thing, you know. I think mm. six foot three she is. Yeah, something stupid um, like that. And I think there's not one player in our team over the height of six foot. Mm. So, mm. Uh, so you're saying I would be taller than all of them? That's big. Yeah, we'll just go with that. Yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just say that. Object- <laughs> objective fact, objective fact. <laughs> Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, with the, back to the Premier League, mm. I think Newcastle's win was a big shock, to me at least. Yeah, well, to me, I freaking tipped Villa. <laughs> I tipped Villa 2-1. I tipped Villa as well. Yeah. Did we? We both tipped him. I, 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 I think I may have said a draw. I think you said a draw. But either way, yeah. I did not expect... Yeah, so Newcastle... Uh, Newcastle coming out 5-1 winners. Yeah, yeah, they humped them into the earth, didn't they? Yeah, it was it was a, a really dominant display, wasn't it? Um, mm. It was just... Isaac had one of the games. It was a really good start. Yeah, yeah. Game, game of the season so far. I mean, there's only been one game played, <laughs> but I think... Oh, he... Yeah, he was... That would be a performance to look back on. Yeah. Well, he's top goal scorer in the Premier League right now. Yeah. So I mean, on yeah. So Newcastle Premier League winners, uh, Isak, gone boot winner. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think he had an amazing game. Uh, Tenali had what a debut that was. Mm, mm. Getting a goal and an assist on your debut was something. Um, yeah. And I, I think he's really shown that he's he's worth that eighty million pound price tag that the the Magpies paid for him. Yeah. So. Um. I don't know if you saw, but Newcastle posted um, the Tenali, uh, him jumping on his uh, teammates after he assisted. And yeah. uh, the caption was, bro doesn't even want to be here because of all the reports saying that Tenali <laughs> doesn't want to be here. And all the all the comments are like, uh, W admin, you know, <laughs> admin deserves a raise. It was so funny. I think Newcastle was like, such a good club in that way. I think that they really love their players. Mm. I don't... There's such a... I guess camaraderie, I guess you could say, between their fans and... Yeah, which is um, 100% what you need to have a successful club. You know, you need to have that yeah. parity uh, between the what the fans want and what the club wants and what the players want, you know? Yeah, exactly. And... I think uh, Eddie Howe is going to have a good season under his belt by the looks of it, uh, showing Unai's men what's really up. Mm, I, I agree. Uh, I think, I think Tyrone Ming's coming off 
Um, also seemed like a knee injury. Oh, I, of I some bloody sort. hope that's not the case because Villa's season will be absolutely derailed if that's true. Yeah, he looked in a lot of pain as well. Mm, mm. Um, it's not new, normal to see Tyrone down for that long yeah. and come off on a stretcher. He's a, he's a tough player, and for that to happen, there's got to be something wrong. Yeah, and he's a big player in the dressing room I hear as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I think he's... I believe he was. He had some falling out with Steven Gerrard uh, last season. Right. And I think one of the first things Unai did was really get him on his side and look at what turned out last season with Aston Villa's yeah. performances back end of the season. So Yeah. Hopefully he's uh okay. I haven't done any reading myself, mm. but Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. Uh thoughts and prayers go out to uh to him. All the injured players that came off this week, KDB, yeah. Timber. Yeah. Bloody hell. And, I think, and then even the ones uh, before, I, I, like I, Nkunku. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've all heard of now Militao and Courtois are both out with ACL injuries. What are these ACL injuries? Like, there must be... There's a plague going around of uh, just people injuring their bloody ACLs. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think me and you having a private chat about it earlier, mm-hmm. I think it's really prevalent in female football as well yeah yeah um yeah it's just i don't know what to do i'm I mean, like I, do i go to bed and massage my acl every every time i go to bed to make sure that yeah I I'm, step every out of time i go up steps now <laughs> yeah uh, every time I, I, I walk up steps i'm just thinking about like oh is this is this the is this the moment where <laughs> is I, it my time where i'm in a cast for nine months <laughs> yeah. you know yeah like, what, what has God got in store for me today? Am I about to snap my ACL like every other bloody player on the planet, apparently? Yeah, exactly. Oh, jeez. Um, Brighton win. Bright, Big yeah, win. huge win. And uh, did you get the score right again? No way. I can't. I either said 4-1 or 4-0. I can't remember. I think... Oh, run back the tape. Run back the tape. I reckon. I I I think you said. I think you said four one. I think you gave uh, Luton a goal. No, no, no. I think you no. Sorry, I think you said four nil. Whichever one. Yeah, I don't think I gave Luton a goal. No, nah, I think yeah. I was telling you to to back him, and you were like, no. I said three one. But, uh, three one to Brighton. So they scored from penalty. So that's yeah. Out of play goal. Yeah. So. Mid goal. Mid-goal. Uh, but I think stand-up performer, Matoma. Yeah, his assist was freaking great. <laughs> uh, showed uh, Luton's uh, right back. I believe his name is... Kabore? Uh, uh, Kabore? Kabore. We're, we're really, going to go really with that pronunciation. What was up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. pretty poor blokes. First time he's playing in the... <laughs> Premier League, and he comes up against a red-hot Brighton side. And he comes up against a red-hot Matoma as well. Poor bloke. Yeah, and, and it was good to see James Milner looking actually relatively mobile, considering his age, <laughs> in that Brighton side. Yeah, yeah. He um, he played really well, I thought. Um, I think Impanzu, uh, I believe that's how you say his name. Mm. Apologise if I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> um... He's been with Luton since the Van Rama National League. Wow. Uh, for those that don't know, that is the fifth tier of English football. Jeez. 
Um, so he's a, r- a amazing story, I think. Yeah, that's I didn't know that. That's, you know, coming that's from so there cool. to the Premier League. Um, yeah, I think they just struggled to hold onto the ball, didn't they? Yeah, they just look coming up against as I said before, coming up against a Brighton side that's so in form and you know is tipped to go really far this season. They they were mismatched from the get go, and I think having that as your first match is just hard to get into the groove of the Premier League. But you know, throw them in the deep end, and hopefully they can uh, they can swim over the next couple of games. Don't write them off. Don't you know they're not getting relegated yet. But uh, I think that they'll learn from this game. They got a goal. I know it was a penalty, but they they've got a goal under their belt now. They've got their first out of the way, and I think that they can uh, learn from this game and. Who are they versing next week? Well, it's postponed. It was against Burnley, wasn't it? Yeah, I I believe it, I'm not entirely sure of the reason. I, it might have been a cup match of some oh, sort. Oh shit! We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Their next match is against Chelsea, at um Stamford Bridge, <laughs> and then West Ham. Uh, yeah. At, uh... With uh, with their new signing of Caicedo in in hand. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, um, which uh, we'll we'll talk about maybe a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, we'll touch on that a bit later. Yeah. Uh, any other any other standout you, performances this week? Did you think? I think Estupinen. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. Mm. Estupinen for Brighton. Mm. Estupinan, maybe it might be. Uh, Brighton's left back, really good performance. Same inside as Matoma. Mm. I, I think I think had the same sort of impact last season. R- really good, really good performance. Mm. Um, João Pedro's sitter he missed in the first half I think big thing uh, I think we can touch on United game a bit do you think the 1-0 against Wolves 1-0 yeah I think extremely lucky to come away with that yeah look in my opinion what the the stats speak for themselves the they even possession but Wolves had three more shots on target uh, like they doubled the amount of shots on target they had eight more shots in total, um, and they just looked more dominant. It honestly should have been like they three or four. One, they? yeah, they just did not go away. I thought that under new yeah. coach Gary O'Neill, yeah, um, they looked so aggressive. Who turned Bournemouth around? So maybe my prediction of Wolves dead last is gonna is gonna falter because I think with Gary O'Neill there, it's a different story, you know. And to t- it is a totally different story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like it's it almost takes them out of the relegation fight because he is such a good manager and he's proven that he can take a team that doesn't have a chance in the world, in my in, in my opinion, this was born last season, didn't have a chance in the world at getting yeah. anywhere close um, to anything above 16th. And somehow, some way, they avoid the relegation and... Did pretty well. They overachieved last season. So, to get rid of him, dumb by Bournemouth, and then for Wolves to sign him, very smart. Yeah, extremely smart. I think, I think the Onana incident very end of the game. Yeah. Uh, what was the, what was up with that? I think that should have been a pen any day of the week. Oh, for sure. The 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 he doesn't get near the ball. His hands are even going towards the ball. He basically hugs him and tackles him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he just barges into yeah. it. And Another brainstorm. The guy he barged into yeah. didn't even get the ball at the end of the day. Yeah. It was the guy behind him. It was, 
another brain snap by Anana, uh, like because we saw in the in the preseason he got chipped from halfway. He's just he's just been making a few, few dodgy dodgy calls, but you know should have been a pen and they had more shots on target. So I'm happy to say a famous, a famous Wolves win, in my opinion, famous Wolves win. <laughs> yeah, I I think Wolves are unlucky to come away without a point that game. Yeah, no. and I think it proved that they need a more clinical man to get them goals. Yeah, there were so many chances. So many chances. Mm, mm. Who who were they playing up front? They were playing um, uh, Sarabia and uh, they were Cunha. playing. I think it was Cunha. Yeah. yeah, he was. Uh, he played well, but he missed some big big chances. I reckon they should start uh, Huang Hee Chen. He is. He's one of my yeah, favorite he came players on in the to watch. Minute, didn't he? Yeah, but he's if he had if he was up front when they had all those chances at the start of the game, I reckon he could have slotted one of one or two of them. I think he's a better player than who they started in um, Salabria. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Sarabia, Salabria. Yeah, uh, Sarabia, Salabria. Uh, um, we'll, we'll, get there. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get Yeah, I think he's a better player and should have started, in my opinion. But we yeah. don't know what goes through Gary O'Neill's head. He obviously knows what's best. He does. So. He does. But yeah, mate, watch watch Wolves in the next couple of uh, weeks, and uh, we'll. Make a make a call on them, a judgment call, after we see a few games under the wise eyes of Gary O'Neill. Yes. Um. Um. Yeah. Uh, did you want to touch on anything? Um. I wanted to go through our tips from last week and just see how close we got. Um. Just you know, brush quickly, brush again on all the games and just uh see where the where the points are at. Yeah, of course. We can go through that. I think you've got them in front of you, don't you? Yeah. So, Burnley City. I got one point from that game because I, I predicted the uh, the winner. But you got two points from that game because you got the winner and the scoreline, which is hugely impressive. Uh, Look at me. So, next game, Arsenal Forest. We both tipped Arsenal. Didn't get the scoreline. Next game, Palace and Sheffield. I think we both tipped a draw. I said 0-0. You said 1-1. And Palace came away with the win. Yeah, that was a, a, I think an important three points for them. Very important, very important. After I was bagging them all week, uh, they come away with a, a one nil away win, which is uh, impressive from uh, Edward. I, I I think though they did come against the weaker side in the Premier. Yes, League. yes, I agree with that. But we move on. So no points for either of us from that game. Born with West Ham. Do you remember what you said? I'm. Pretty sure I said a draw. I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry to say. I think we um, both said a draw. I don't know if we both said. I. If we did, then great. If we didn't, alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, say we both get yeah. a point for that game and we move on. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Brighton Luton. We spoke about it before. You said four nil. I said three one. It was four one. So we both get a point from that game too. Everton Fulham, jeez, Fulham with a one nil win away from home. Everton looking as a shambles. I think we both said. Uh, I think yeah. you said an Everton win, didn't you? Uh, I know I said a draw. I might have. Yeah, yeah. you think? You... I, I I might have. Yeah. I said a draw. I think, and you said uh, an Everton win. So no points, no points there for either of us. Villa Newcastle. <laughs> 
which we already spoke about as well. No points there for either of us because you said draw and I said Villa win. Brentford Tottenham 2-2. Very entertaining game to watch. Um, watched that live and I thought it was awesome. Um, Tottenham, I thought, played really well. Uh, I also think Brentford played really well. Um, but yeah, just a, a good game overall. It, it'll be good to see how Brentford do against Fulham next week. If they can take that form into yeah. that game, I think they can beat them. And same as Spurs with into United. If they can take that kind of attacking mentality into United, they can maybe nip them. But we'll talk about that next week. I think we both said Tottenham to win. So um, no, no points, points there. there. Chelsea-Liverpool. I think I tipped a Liverpool win. What did you go with? I believe I probably did the same. Yep. So no points there either. And then United Wolves, we both tipped them, but didn't pick 1-0. So that's 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 for you and 5 for me. So, not the best round of tipping. <laughs> um, no. But it's a start. It's a start. So 6 for you, 5 for me. We'll keep the tally over the uh, 38 game weeks and uh, we'll see how we come out at the end. I think football's so hard to pick just because there's three different ways that a game can end. Yeah, exactly. You're right. I know. So. Um, yeah, I, I think decent, decent go from both yeah, of us. Decent, decent first week, right? You know, you don't know what to expect. And uh, I think this week will be a bit more, uh, a bit better, I think. Yeah, um, now I think we're going to move on from the Premier League for now. Yep. Um, or shall we get Tom, to our guest, to give his insights? Yeah, okay. So this week we uh, decided to bring on one of our mates and uh, call it Tomo's Football Opinion of the Week. So we'll, uh, we'll listen to that segment now. All right. So this week we've decided to bring on one of our mates uh, named Tom. He's got some pretty wild football opinions and we thought we'd bring him on, have a chat with him and uh, see what you guys think. So without further ado, Tom, how are you? Good boys, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, so this week, what is one of your hottest takes that we can talk about? So this season, Moises Kaisada for Chelsea will be a more impactful signing for the team than Declan Rice to Arsenal. I beg to differ on that one. <laughs> so, yeah, rightio. Okay, Zach, this is probably uh, more up your alley because uh, Rice is signed for you guys. So what do you reckon? I don't doubt that Caicedo will be a good player for Chelsea. Uh, we saw he was really good for Brighton last year. Um and I think he'll be instrumental to their season. But he only did it for one year. I mean, did it for the last year, and that's the only time he did it. Um, so we don't know how he'll go into this one. Uh, Declan Rice has done it for the past, what, four seasons now? He's been regarded as one of the best holding midfielders in the Premier League. Um, but but, but I, I didn't say better. I said more impactful. That That's the key thing. I haven't said... Better, more impactful. So that's what do you think? Kaiseido, not better. Well, when you look at where they both finished, Chelsea finished twelfth, 
Arsenal finish second, for Kaiseida to make an impact, if they concede less goals and finish higher than, say, eighth, then... Higher than that, eighth? He, I think he could be if seen they as... sign Kaiseida, I think no, they no, should no. be finishing top six, top five, top four. Like, But no, that's, not, that's not my point. My point here is we're talking about impact here, right? Declan Rice has joined a team that came second that were top of the league for, what, 249 days and then lost it. <laughs> if, if Arsenal don't win the league, then he didn't make, he will not have made as much of an impact as expected with that price. I, I don't agree with that because, like, you're putting him into a midfield that was already pretty young with Odegaard and um, who else is in your midfield? So, there? like, we got, we had two ageing players, one still there. I mean, Thomas Partey, I think, is 31 this season. Mm. Granite Jacker left. Uh, he's... Mm. Yeah, that was... That was um, and... You still have Jorginho yeah, as well. I, I think we... Mm. I think Rice coming to the team, he's always available. His injury record's really good. I think him coming to the team really... I think will have a major impact on how Arsenal play. Um, like, they will be able to have... You know, we're seeing Kai Havertz in the number eight role, only because Declan Rice is there and his defensive security that he gives us. Like we didn't have that under Thomas Partey. That yes, he's really good, but in that holding six role, being able to replay, intercept passes, um, and tackles, like I think Declan Rice was fifteenth in or top fifteen in the league for pass interceptions. Um, last year. Yeah, and, and that's at West Ham. At West Ham, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's a big lad too. He's, I think, 6'2". He's, he's not a small guy. Uh, neither is Kaiseido by any he's means. He's 6'1". But, um, well, Kaiseido's 5'10". So, I, slight, it, it, is, it is a quite a size. I believe he's taller than that. I, I'm no, pretty sure he is. Not. I, definitely. Possibly. Who knows? Does, doesn't um, matter. Doesn't but change anyway... But Arsenal definitely overachieved last year. No, like, that's no what I mean. No one picked them like, for the top four. Everyone they, picked no. them to finish outside so top if four. So Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, if Arsenal can maintain a top two finish, would you say that Declan Rice didn't have a big impact? Filling Granite Xhaka's shoes? It, de- it depends on how they come top two. If they are challenging... So if they are first all season and then lose it again, then they didn't bring... He didn't do his job because Declan Rice is the type of player, he's not going to win you a game, but he will keep you from losing a game when it's when you have a 1-0 lead. So let's say it's you know the 85th minute and they, they scored, so now Arsenal are winning 2-1. Declan Rice is the player that will keep you from conceding another goal for that last 10, 15 minutes. That, that's the type of player he is. He's not the player in my opinion, that will go and win you a game. Oh. Zach? He's a player that stops you losing. He's not well, he's, I don't think Kaisoto is that player either. No, but, but Kaisoto is there to provide support for Enzo Fernandez, who looks like one of the best young midfielders in the Premier League, arguably the world, in the position that he plays. And with Pochettino wanting to play two CDMs, Having Caicedo's st- 
strengths as playing as a defensive midfielder who's able to pass, read the play, intercept the ball and tackle at a really high rate. He was, I think, statistically the second best CDM last season behind, I believe it was Rodri. Yeah, because Rodri's the guy, but, you know, we don't have to go into that. That that, that provides security for Enzo Fernandez to play more like he did at the World Cup and at Benfica. He doesn't have to focus so much on his defensive... Um, I suppose tasks he can push forward and and make those plays that will that will improve Chelsea's team a lot more than I think than the impact that Declan Rice will make behind Odegaard and whoever they play next to him. But I think that <clears throat> I'm not doubting Kaiseido will be a an impact. I think he'll be amazing. Um, but I I think if Chelsea They've signed him for 115 million pounds. It's more than we play paid. Sorry, for Declan Rice. Um, Did they yeah. actually? Yeah, 115 plus it's 100 plus add-ons plus a sell-on clause as well. So that'll be interesting Jeez. to see what that's worth. And I believe he signed on to 2031, so a long contract. Yeah. Is that the is that the record then? Is that the record transfer? No, no, no. I think it's for an English In club. In the Premier I think League. It is. For an English club, it is. Yeah. Holy the records crap. like the records still. Um, it's Neymar, at, isn't it? Twenty yeah, two hundred twenty-two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think. What a flop signing that was. <laughs> if they don't make top four, I don't. I think it was considering the amount of money they've spent. They've got a midfield duo that's worth what two hundred and two hundred million, forty-two yeah. million, or something along those lines. It's about it's about two hundred and twenty. Yeah, like it's I think it's it's two hundred and twenty one point seven. I think that's the exact and number. If having a midfield duo of that and not making the top four I think is I, I can't think of a better disappointment uh, than that. You do need to remember though that this season top five makes Premier League, not top four. Top five makes Champions, Premier League. Champions now. League you mean? Yeah, sorry, Champions, Pre- League. Champions League, yeah. Top five now makes Champions League, not top four anymore. So is that because City won? Yeah. Uh no, because of the ch- are they increasing the amount of teams joining the change the Champions League? League oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I no, I did pre- see that. Pre- Premier League now get five, and I think six players go into a playoff for it, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I just think he'll be a more impactful signing purely because if you look. If you did you watch the Liverpool game at all yesterday between Chelsea and um Liverpool? Yes, yes, yes yeah, yeah. Well, I did. I don't know if Zach did. Yeah. In that game, who who there was no central defensive mid present. No, there was Gallagher no didn't on either team. He, no, yeah. he did a he did a good job for a player who doesn't. No, there was play definitely moments, but he lacked security of, on the ball. But that's the thing. He, he's not. He, a, he's not a first team player, especially not for Chelsea. He's not a he's not a he's not a top four player, and that's the way you've got to look at it with these clubs. You've got a Premier League player, and you've got a top four player. A top four player mm-hmm. is a player that will secure you top four. Declan Rice is a top four player, but Rodri is a Premiership winning player. Not mm-hmm. saying Declan Rice can't turn into one, but he's got to prove it at a club where it matters. It, it didn't matter at West Ham. He won the he was the guy at West Ham, but but he won the Conference League, but. <laughs> Realistically, he if he didn't perform one game against let's say he played Man City, right? 
they were they were more likely than not going to lose that game. So if he had a bad game, it's oh yeah, he has no support. Uh, West Ham are a bad team. If he has a bad game against City playing for Arsenal, that's a completely different conversation. I understand, but I don't think I've the, seen the, Declan Rice have a bad game. The stakes are much higher. <laughs> but, he might, but you've got to remember that a bad game could be two misplayed passes. That could be a bad game. Two misplayed passes that play it straight to the opposition. You can see it off that. He hasn't done that. Though. It doesn't yeah. need to be like his pass numbers are through the roof. Like his pass completion rate is above ninety percent. Um, he rarely ever gives the ball away. Um, and even against Nottingham, he looked decent going forward. He almost scored. Um, uh, so I think I, I'm, I'm not doubting at all that Kaiser won't be good. I, I think he'd be more of an instrument, like a better signing for Liverpool if they got him. I know he snubbed them, but I think it would have been better signing for them. It's not a snub when you join the better club. Let's be honest here. Jeez, oh. <laughs> throwing shade there, mate. At least uh, Liverpool's in Europe this year. Yeah, and they're not going to. They will probably be knocked out in the round of sixteen. They'll, they'll make it at the group stages because they're going <laughs> to score so many goals. In Europa but... League, you think Liverpool is not going to go at least to the semis in Europa League? No, unless they sign a CDM. That without signing a CDM, Liverpool will not meet the expectations everyone set for them because they have no midfield security. They're playing McAllister, who's essentially a central midfielder, possibly at number ten at. CDM, it doesn't work. They, they I agree that, that their midfield is dysfunctional. They had Cody Gakpo in midfield. Um, <laughs> That's a W idea. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, getting, off track, getting off track yeah. here, though, but <laughs> I just think he would be a better... He would be a more impactful side just purely because what he brings to the table. He brings that security that Chelsea have been lacking for the past couple of seasons with N'Golo Kante not performing and being injured all the time. Yeah. And with the addition of Enzo Fernandez, who is extraordinarily talented to play as that, to play in a double pivot where he can push that ball a little bit higher up, especially when you put someone next to him who is confident on the ball like him, but they don't need to play like him. They need to be that defensive anchor which both Chelsea have been missing for the past couple of seasons, which is one of the reasons why they were losing. Probably one of the reasons why they were losing so many games last season is because they had no control over the midfield. They were Also, just, they had you, the worst attack in the league, in my opinion. Well, one of the worst. Yes, but midfield wins, <laughs> mid, 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 midfield wins premiers. If you yeah. don't have a good midfield, then your defence is under pressure and your forwards aren't getting the ball. You could put uh, re- the best players up front in front of Chelsea last season, and they wouldn't mm-hmm. have won. They would have won the exact same amount of games. Cause I reckon if you put Haaland on top, they probably would have done yeah. pretty good. They I reckon they would have better. made top six with Haaland. They would have done better, but they wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have done much better. They might have made. I think eight, the situation Chelsea honestly. had last year was a very abnormal one. Abnormal they player. went through three managers. <laughs> um, yeah. To be fair, though, Potter, was, Potter wasn't ready for the job. And one Frank Lampard, which is yeah, already so bad enough. Man, so. <laughs> Caretaker that didn't take care of shit. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for coming on, Tom. Really appreciate it. 
Right, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, Tom. No worries. Well, we'll get you on next week, maybe to talk about that uh that Liverpool CDM opinion that you uh, mentioned just before. Sounds good. Happy to do that. All right. Thanks for coming on, mate. Okay, sure. All right. See you later. See ya. See ya. Interesting thoughts, didn't he have there? Yeah. Look, he's uh he's got some good opinions and he he knows how to back them up. So. It was uh, it was definitely interesting chat, and I uh, look forward to talking to him next week. Yeah, I think uh, no he, doubt Casado will do well, but yeah. Yeah, he'll do well. Whether Depp and Rice or Casado matches to Rodri's level, you know, we'll wait and see. I have my doubts. I'm not. It's all a matter of time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I think Rodri has another banger of a season. All right, well, I think we can start to touch on the NRL now, can't we? Yeah, so, NRL, big week for the NRL, especially in terms of finals um, contention. So, if we have a quick geese at the ladder, we've got five teams who are pretty much qualified. Uh, or six, uh, we'll go with six. So, we've got Penrith, Bronx, Warriors, Storm, who I don't think will change from the top four. And then we've got yeah. Sharks Raiders who are on thirty points who I don't see dropping out, and then we've got Knights Bunnies Cows and Para and the Chooks, who can all make up that seventh and eighth place. Um, now the results. Quick re- little recap for anyone that didn't watch all the games. First game, we had Eagles Penrith twenty four twelve to Penrith. Sharks-Titans, 36-6 to Sharks. 54-10 Broncos-Eels to Broncos. 26-14 to the Rabbits against the Dragons. 30-22 to uh, was Warriors against the Tigers. 30-14, uh, Chooks versus Dolphins. Chooks come away with the win. Storm keep the Raiders trialless in a 48-2 demolition. And then the Knights put the Bulldogs to the sword with a 42-6 win. Which game Some stood out to you the blowouts. most? Yeah. Which game stood out to you the most, do you reckon? I think Broncos put in an amazing performance. Yeah, against Para, who's trying to compete for that seventh or eighth spot. They just got bad and abused. They really got taught how to play in a row. Or rugby league, I should say. Yeah. Um, look, I thought that the Broncos, who last season... They were at this stage and they were kind of they were losing games and they actually eventually dropped out of the eight. They're still playing that scintillating football, and there's one player that is turning the tide of that team, and it's Reese Walsh. He is a phenomenal fullback. Yeah, electric, wasn't he? He yeah. Every time he touched the ball, I felt like something was gonna happen for the for the Broncos. And I haven't seen a player play like that in a while, you know? I think if you look um if you look back at Billy Slater when he was at the storm, every time he touched the ball, electric, you know, he'd make something happen from nothing. Whether it was a chip kick, a step through, um, a last minute pass to put a forward through a gap. Like he just knew how to play. He had that instinct. I feel like Reese Walsh has that instinct. I don't wanna ride his dick too hard, but he was just he was fantastic. It was almost like he had the entire layout of the footy field 
like in his head. He knew exactly where everyone was. He knew where to put it. Yeah, it, like he was watching from a bird's eye view. He just knew knew where to be. It was yeah, yeah. It was phenomenal. Um, we'll run through run through tips. We both said Penrith. Yep. We both said Sharks, and we both said Bronx, and then I, <laughs> I went with the Dragons, and in hindsight, oh, for rabbits. Yeah, in hindsight, maybe it was a bit of a dodgy tip, but uh, I thought that Dragons played really well and got pretty close. So, um, it wasn't not, a horrible game for them considering no, the season. Yeah. No, I agree. Next game, I went with the Warriors. You went with the Tigers. I um, went with the Tigers. Yes, which they almost got the upset. It was actually very close, um, but unfortunately, didn't uh, didn't they get some of the right, re- didn't, didn't get some of the ref calls. Not going to go into it objectively again. Shit ref calls. Not going to name names, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> Chucky's Dolphins. We both got that one wrong. We both tried to go with the hero bed of the Dolphins. And, they got slapped Bruce around really a little bit. really turned it around, didn't they? Yeah, really turned around their season the last couple of games, and I reckon they might make a run at the eight, but we'll have to see their draw. Storm Raiders, we both tipped Storm, and then... As he touched, absolute blowout. Yeah, massive blowout. First time the Raiders have been held trialless in 10 years. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like, yeah, something crazy. Something crazy Demolition like in Melbourne. Yeah, and like Raiders are normally the bogey team of the Storm. You know, they normally kind of have their number and just uh, just didn't have it this time. Well, that puts Storm ahead of the Raiders now, doesn't it? Yeah, so I reckon Storm will keep that top four spot and they verse uh, Penrith in the, uh, in the final. What do you reckon? I think if they can perform like they did... On Sunday, I think they definitely have a chance at that. Mm. Um, and then the last game, we both tipped the Knights, and, and that was a pretty easy game to tip. I think that is, yeah, like you said, easy. So we both got six on that one, adding to our scores from before. You're at 12, and I am at 11. So not a bad week. Um, the maximum we could have got was 18, um, without the bonus points, of course. And so getting 12 and 11, not bad, not horrible, not the best, but we'll get there. Yeah, I think it's a, hey, it's a it's first a week of the Premier League and our first week of podcasts in general, so. Yeah, so not too bad. Um, um, yeah. I want to recap our best bets of the week. One of mine got up and one of yours got up. Yeah. I think mine, looking back on it, I was considering putting Matoma down to score or assist, and I should have. Cause, um, yeah, because then both of yours would have won, eh? Then it would have been, yeah, back-to-back. Um, <laughs> that would have been crazy. First week, two bets, bang, bang. Yeah, it would have been um, really a good start, wouldn't it? Yeah, so your. So, for those who didn't listen last week, Zach got Harland, City, and over 2.5 goals, I'm pretty sure, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. And then my one was Sharks over thir- uh, over 40 points or something like that, and then uh, Molotalo to score 
which uh another one that came through so you know guys if you want to know how to make money all right not not financial advice uh always gamble responsibly but always listen to us when it comes to gambling advice <laughs> clear, clearly we win don't listen to Lachlan <laughs> not financial advice but if you're looking for He's a good no bet <laughs> listen to the other <laughs> podcast <laughs> but it's only it's only an addiction if you know I'm, I'm, I'm losing right I hey, wake quit up thinking, quit and you never quit do you exactly right I wake up every day thinking about gambling that's dedication <laughs> that's that's dedication Commitment, mate. <laughs> commitment, commitment to the art. It's it's becoming an income oh. source now. You know, um, the government's going to start making me pay tax on it in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I think uh, we were speaking earlier about having our not like a five aside, but more more or less, it's a top five without any specific order, but a top yeah. five athletes within football. And the uh, NRL. Yeah. So uh, our, 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 our five side. Yeah. yeah. So my five side of athletes. So if I was to pick a team to play any sport in a five side competition, um, this is what it would be. So a standout player, standout player, standout Australian. She was immense. She was the player of the match. She was Mackenzie Arnold. And she goes into my five side as the captain. I've also got in there, one of one of uh, my own, one of my, my my tigers. I've got Dane Laurie, in a losing side. I thought he was immense. Um, that might be a little bit of tigers bias, but he was fantastic. Coming off injury, um, coming into a side that has been underperforming, and to score not not just the first try, but the third try, Ronaldo Malitalo. I thought he had a cracker of a game. Um, the big boy in blue, with blonde hair, and blue eyes, and and makes me makes me feel things. Erling Haaland <laughs> had he he scored a double in the first game of the season and just shows that he has not lost a stride. And I thought uh, another striker that had a brilliant game, um, especially for a side that I didn't rate going into the game. Alexander Isaac, he just, yeah, had a blinder, scored a brace, and uh, makes, rounds out my five-a-side of athletes this week. Yeah, for those uh, listening, if you want to be friends with Lachlan, just simply say you love Highland. Um, That's it. And you think That's about it. him every time you go to sleep. So That's it. And you and I can be friends because we'll be the same. <laughs> <laughs> it just, bro. He makes me feel things, man. Look at those eyes and that hair. That that game, that game against Arsenal, like uh, when we won four one, where he took his hair out and scored a goal. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, look. Uh, we didn't have to talk about that one, did we? <laughs> a bit off track. A bit off track. Let's get back on track. Um, with mine, I included two NRL players in mine. Um, firstly, Reese Walsh. Uh, fullback for the Broncos. I think he was instrumental to their win. Electric, one hundred percent on the ball. Um, not much more I can say. I mean, that really sums it up, doesn't it? Mm, mm. Uh, 
Gagai for the Knights. Uh, I know that there was a lot of big performance for the, for the Knights. Uh, overall, good performance, but I think he sticks out. Um, yeah, he uh, was. Yeah, he was just everywhere. I, I thought. And yeah. That, uh, uh, the the try he he scored to open up the game, he where he just stepped inside and just darted straight through him. It's just yeah. Uh, clinical Dayton Gagai. That's that's Queensland Dayton Gagai. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the Premier League ones, mm. I didn't want to include Mackenzie. I would have, but since you included her, I was oh, okay. going to leave that to you. Mm. Um, but I've got Rico Henry for Brentford. I yep. think his performance for Brentford was amazing. Going forward, he had Emerson Royale on the ropes. Um, the amount of crosses he was able to whip into that box was just stupid. Um, mm. And his pace as well. The guy is so quick. Oh, yeah. At not only going forward, but recovering. He just he was all over the place on that left side. Um, yeah, and then I've got Tonali. I touched on him earlier, but mm. Tonali, debut. Um, I know there's a few debut scorers. You know, Diaby even for Villa scored on his debut. Um, yeah, in a in a losing team though. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think Tonali was a really good performer. Uh, debut goal and assist. Um, what more can I say? Mm. Uh, and Matoma, as I also said, uh, thought was the player in that bright Brighton side. Uh, just piecing, taking apart that whole Luton right side. Um. They just could do anything to stop him, really, besides uh, scoring. But he uh, set up uh, his teammates to score. So, mm. really, that, that sums it up for me for my top five. Um, yeah, well, I think both of our five sides are pretty good this week. If uh, if you want to let us know your top five or whose top five you think is going to win in a in a game, let us know, please. We, uh, we, yeah, we want we to see as much engagement a, as possible. Yeah, we'll have a... Q&A uh, prompt below if you like to answer and enter yours and we'll be happy yeah. to look at them we do enjoy reading our feedback and uh, what you guys leave in the comments so yeah as we grow we just want to hear as much as we can so we can uh, make this as, as uh, enjoyable for you guys as it is for us yeah and uh, thanks for the listener for picking out the uh, audio problems we had in our first episode uh, with um, Lachlan's voice being repeated through my microphone. Uh, oh, was I think it? <laughs> that will be fixed this one. Yeah, yeah, so, we, we've fixed it up this time. And uh, I think you got called out for a bit of uh, lacking of football knowledge there, Zach. Yeah, I've mixed up Southampton's home ground with Newcastle's. <laughs> Which is I completely St. fair St. Mary's enough. instead of St. James as part. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I, I back that mistake, you know, that's that's an easy mix-up, but uh, maybe don't say that to a Newcastle or Southampton fan. Yeah, I don't think I'll be going up to any Geordie and saying, uh, don't you love <laughs> St. Mary's Park? <laughs> yeah, maybe not the best idea. Yeah. Um, you didn't hear that from me, though. You didn't hear that from me. Just, <laughs> just, just in general, maybe not, not a good idea. Um, um, all right, well, I, I, did, I think... Did you want to... We'll go through tips for the week. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so, now. start with Premier League? Yeah, I think you, you start us off. Okay. So, first game. 
Uh, so we've only got one postponed game this week, so we've got nine to pick from. Nottingham versus Sheffield at Nottingham Forest. Uh, Nottingham's got that one. Yeah, in the bag? Yeah, I think it's going to be... Uh, considering their counter-attacking ability against Arsenal, I think it's going to be a... I think it's a solid 2-0 win. I think they'll go clean sheet. Okay, okay. Um, I... I reckon Nottingham will win as well. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be 2-0. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 1-0. I'm going to go on the conservative side. Fair enough, yeah. Okay. So, yep. Luton-Burnley postponed. So, the next game on the list. Liverpool-Bournemouth at Liverpool. Are we really going to con- like discuss this one? <laughs> well, we need, we need to say by how much. <laughs> uh... At Anfield, I think Liverpool they tore they tore apart Bournemouth nine nil at Anfield last season. Yeah, uh, I don't think it'll be quite the same, but yeah, maybe not nine <laughs> nil. No, but I think it'll be a big win. I'm gonna be not too boisterous. I'm gonna say three nil. I'm uh, I'm actually gonna say three one, and I'm gonna give Bournemouth a goal through Solanke. He's actually a good player. He he really showed his stuff last year. Yeah, and he and he um he played well. Well, he scored the goal against West Ham, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll uh we'll see we'll see how that goes. But yeah, Liverpool win is on the cards for both of us. Next, we've got Wolves and Brighton at the Molyneux, I think. Yeah, uh, well, Wolves really surprised me. So this is actually a hard pick. Um, but Brighton I do think Brighton away. take it. Yeah. Uh, they had a decent away record last year as well. Mm. Uh, I think it's a 2-1. Nothing crazy. I think Wolves actually get a goal uh, okay. at home. All right, all right. What do you think? I um I actually had the same prediction here, 2-1. Um, I think Matoma gets his goal that he probably deserved last week. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I don't see Wolves winning this one. It'll be low scoring though, because Wolves like to keep the games low scoring. Yeah, Fulham Brentford. Who do you think? Fulham surprised against Everton, and in my opinion, Brentford surprised against Spurs. So, uh, both teams that overperformed last year, both pretty evenly matched. Uh, I want to say draw, but that's boring. So I'm gonna say Brentford one nil. That's fair call. I think I'm gonna say there's gonna be a few goals. I'm gonna say it's two one to Brentford. I think Fulham will grab one at home, mm. but I think Brentford. Uh, it looks sold against Tottenham. There was a few yeah. issues that I think they'll definitely grind out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tottenham. United. Oh, big game. Oh, shit, yeah, I just saw the next one, too. Week, I, think. <laughs> I just saw the next one. You, you might take that back. I, uh, I believe this is the biggest game, because... Okay. Spurs and United at... Um, at, at, at Tottenham Stadium, yeah. At Tottenham Stadium. I think... It's going to be interesting, because Postacoglu plays this. It's exciting to watch, considering oh, last yeah. year... The football that Tottenham were playing was horrible to watch. Yeah, it's um, so boring. 
Ah, uh, man. I think... Uh, yeah, it's such a hard one to pick because it could be... Uh, I think Tottenham will win, I think. Right, okay. I think they'll win, but... It's not going to be by much. I think it's going to be like a 3-2. Because never a lot... I, I think... Because considering 2-2 two, two to Brentford, mm. and I think Postacoglu is not known for having low score lines in his teams. Yeah. He's, uh, I think it'll be all right. What about you? Yeah, the best defense is actually more offense, um, according to Postacoglu. Uh, yeah. I agree with that, to be honest. Yeah. So, um, look, if you put money on this game, you're a fucking psychopath, all right? Because there's no way that you can, with confidence, say that either of these teams win or draw. But I say with 100% confidence that Tottenham win (laughs) (laughs) 2-1. 2-1. And um, it'll be Son... And Madison. You heard it here, boys. That's and um, girls. Yeah, that's. I don't make the rules. Um, I was gifted with um, the ability to see one game each week, and this is the game that I can see. Two one. Also, the ability to absolutely blunder a game, and that <laughs> could be this one. That could that could be this one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a yeah, fifty fifty chance. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Next, Next on the cards, Man City, City Newcastle. Newcastle. At the Etihad. Which I think you think is the biggest game this week, don't you? Yeah, well, fuck, did you see Newcastle last week? Of course it's the biggest game. I, got... I, I, I'm not blind, don't get me wrong. Oh. Who do you think? I'm, I'm going to wait till I hear your prediction before I make mine. Look. I don't know. Look. I honestly don't know. City, obviously, team to beat. They're not going to lose, but I'm I'm floating between a draw and a win. Because City are at home, I'm going to give them the win, and I'm going to say 2-0. 2-0. You don't yeah. think a goal to Newcastle? No, nah, they were Considering prolific. they scored five I know, last time. I know, yeah. I know. They were prolific, but they were versing Villa. <laughs> you know, City have the best defence in the league. And Gavardiol will make his uh, debut that game, I'm pretty sure. Where do you think he'll play? Centre-back, left-back? They'll put him at centre-back. They'll put him at centre-back next to Diaz, I reckon. And Akanji reckon? will move to the bench, yeah, 100%. That's fair call. Mm. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm in agreement with you. I think City will win this game. Mm. Um, I'm going to say Newcastle will get a goal, though. I know I've said 2-1 a lot this episode, but it's going to be another 2-1. For me. Okay, two one. All right, Villa Everton at Villa Park. Uh, I know Villa got battered, but they're gonna beat Everton. Yeah, Everton um, poo, dude. <laughs> There's no better way to put it, bro. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's dude. the way, only way you can put it. They sucked against Fulham, and they're gonna suck against Villa. They 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 sucked against Fulham, a side that I think will struggle. This year. Mm. Um, How many times can you avoid relegation before it, the, the... Exactly. I, I've heard from every lawyer. pundit out there, and I'm in agreement. How many times can you walk on that tightrope and yeah. not fall off it? 
literally, literally, bro. This is last. This is gonna be the third season in a row that they do it. If they do it, yeah. Uh, but scoreline wise, I think Villa take it. Uh, oh yeah. Four. You know, I think they're gonna do four nil. Uh, it's gonna be a battering. I don't know if they'll batter them, but they will come out and try to make a statement after getting whooped by Newcastle. I'm gonna say three one. Two one. Three one. Three one. Three one. Three one. Cool. Yeah. Alright, West Ham, Chelsea at West Ham. I think West Ham are going to struggle this year. Um, No Decky Rice? No Declan Rice. Uh, I don't think they performed very well last time out either. Um, No. 1-1 against Bournemouth. uh, I think it's... if, If West Ham don't win the games that they should... Like against Bournemouth, David Moyes is going to have a hard look in the mirror, I think, coming up. Yeah, well, um, he almost lost his job last year. If it wasn't for the yeah. Conference League, he would have. Yeah, I'm in agreement, yeah. Mm. I think Chelsea will take it 2-0. Yeah, I uh, I back that 2-0. And, and last game... finally, for the boys in red and white... Uh, the most the choke the biggest chokers in the league versus Palace. Ah, <sighs> uh, Palace three 0 Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh man, that's that's. I'll put it past them, mate. Like we we are just we can be amazing sometimes, and then we can be absolutely so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh. That's how I feel with the Tigers, you know. We're just such a good team, but, you know, we just play bad sometimes. Oh, you're so good, are you? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, going nah. into this NRL season, I was talking with my other mates, is that, and we were, we were all in agreement. We thought that the Tigers are going to struggle to get above 15 points this season. <sighs> look, 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 look. Um, or 16, I should say. I Get to 16, I should say, yeah. Yeah. Look, we suck this season. And we've had also a lot of injuries, so I'm not going to put that against us, but next season, we'll make the top eight, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, next year's our year. Well, I, I think Arsenal will take it. Um, yeah. They did Palace 2-0 opening day last season, mm. away from home as well. Mm-hmm. Against so, Patrick gone, Vieira's men. Going for a repeat? Uh, you know, I, I'm going to go miss a repeat. Reload it. Reload it. 2-0. All right. Um, I'm going to say... 3-1 Arsenal. 3-1? Yeah. Yep, I reckon Palace get a goal. I, I reckon Palace get a goal early. And make it one yeah. 0 and then Arsenal switch on and bring it home late three one. Considering our record of going behind last season, we're actually decent. You know, coming from behind, like um, we conceded a lot in the first, I believe, first twenty minutes of the games was mm. our biggest area of conceding goals. Yeah. So, I think you're pretty spot on with that early, we'll early see. goal. We'll see, we'll see. Um, 
we'll, we'll quickly that's, we'll move on to yeah. the NRL and do the tips there, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, sounds good. We'll shoot through them. So, Cows Sharks up in Townsville. What do you think? I'm going... Uh, I'm going Sharkies. I'm, I'm going, going sharkies. sharkies as well. I'll back Sharkies. Waz and Seagulls over in New Zealand. Uh, The Warriors, I'm going to back this time. Yeah, Warriors as well. Eels, Chooks over at uh, Parramatta. Para, is it? Yeah, Para and uh, Roosters, yeah. Um, what do you think? I'm going Chooks. I'm leaning towards Para, but... Okay, alright, a little bit of difference. Alright, I like it. Um, Tigers, Dolphins. Up, uh, this is up. the one Tigers take, mate. This is the one. Yeah, you back him? I'm backing my boys oh, too. I'll back him. Alright, but we're, we're double taking on the Tigers, I love it. Alright, Titans, Panthers up in the Gold Coast. Ah, uh, it's... Oh, I don't know. What? I don't Panthers are... are uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to upset. I'm going to Titans. <laughs> what? Right, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going for it, bro. Alright, bro. If you pick that and you get it right, I will... I'll get you a Zinger box. I don't care. I'll Uber Eats it to your house even though you're up in Brizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Penrith. Alright. Dragon Storm uh, in Wollongong, I think. Yes, it is. Uh, Storm. I think Dragons yeah. are just so poor this season. They're so yeah. poor. Storm as well. Um... Knights Bunnies. This is a tough game. I think this is the hardest one to pick this week. Yeah, this, besides I agree. the Cowboys Sharks, I think this is one of the hardest. Yeah. What do you think? I I think Knights. I think Knights. They should. They were really dominant against the Bulldogs, and I think they'll continue that. I hate to be the same, but I I think Knights as well. They they're outsiders. I think Bunnies are the favourites. Yeah, uh, I mean. The, the, Rabbit as I know, uh, stranger to upsets. So mm, yeah, uh, and then Raiders doggies in Canberra. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any debate on this one. Yeah, Raiders to uh, seal their spot in the eight. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's the case. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a best bet this week? Have you have? Do you have one? Yeah. Um, I I don't have any in particular, just because. Besides the Bournemouth game, the mm. Premier League is pretty close. Like, yeah, same as honestly, same as the NRL this week. It's quite close. So if you are going to make any uh, financial decisions, don't, first of all, don't it listen is going us. to be in the Bournemouth <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Bournemouth. I think that Bournemouth, uh, Liverpool are obviously going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, if they lose, I think. Oh, man, it's, just, oh, it's going to be a shock. Uh, but I believe it's going to be by at least two goals. So, uh, I'd say put Liverpool to win. So, mm-hmm. and then have them win both halves. Yep. Uh... Never mind. Uh, Sportsbet does not allow same game multi with those. Oh yeah, nice. Um, both teams to score no. And for a any time goal scorer 
Mohamed Salah will grab one. Mm. I'm actually going to go two goal scorers. I think Darwin Nunes is going to grab one. What? I'm, he'll probably fly off the bench, though. I I think he'll grab it. Oh, right. you know, no, never mind. I'm doing Dominic <laughs> Shabozlai. Okay, that's a big one. That's a big one. He was really good against Chelsea. He looked really good. Right. right. Uh, so that, just to confirm, Liverpool to win. Both teams not to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mohamed Salah to score. And Dominic Shabozlai to score. Bringing us to $12.50. Big bet. Big bet. That's That's got some testies on it, that bet. Yes, uh, just like the Rodri FPL triple cap. Yes, yeah, who who the fuck captains Rodri, bro? <laughs> maniac decided to do that. Triple captain them, that's wild. Alright, um, so for my best bet of the week, I have, and this is, this is, this is a bit left field, it's the Para-Chooks game. It's, so I've got either team to win one to twelve. So close game, I'm thinking. Close and high That's scoring. Cool. I've got close and high scoring. So thirty six point over thirty six point five points. Um, and then the first, second, or third try scorer to be none other than my boy Daniel Tupo. I reckon that Eels wing defense is tragic, and I think Daniel Tupo runs over him in the first uh, first opening sets. And that'll give you a nice eight dollars twenty-five. That's that's fair. Uh, yeah. Tupo's a great, great player. Yeah. So that's that's our bets for the week. We'll see if they get up. They're a bit a uh, bit more outrageous this week than they were last week. I think we're a bit safer. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it's my fault, but <laughs> I think I am I, I am justified in my thinking. You you push me. And you push me to go crazy. Um, I think that covers everything, doesn't it? Yeah, um, a bit longer episode this week um, But, you know, we're having a lot of fun recording these So please do give us some feedback We can make them a bit more entertaining Um, But yeah, I I had a good time this one And uh, do you have anything else to add? Don't don't forget to join the FPL Fantasy League Yes, do that, do Uh, that We'll be... Very happy to see some of you join. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it'll again, be in the description. The code is in the description. Yep. yep. Uh, and best of luck to all of you out there. Yeah, if you can beat us in our uh, expert football knowledge, which you have seen on display over the past two episodes, uh, we'll both be surprised. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be surprised because I, I believe that uh, no one's beaten me in FPL. But we'll see. <laughs> I, I back my right, team. Well, I think that does everything. Thank you for yeah. listening, guys, and uh, awesome. see you next week. See you next week.